This is the Week in Addiction Medicine, a podcast resource of timely news and top stories brought to you by the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM. Today is Tuesday, March 7th, and I'm Claire Rasmussen. Our lead story this week, Not All Vaping is the Same, Differential Pulmonary Effects of Vaping Cannabinoid versus Nicotine, is in Thorax. This in vivo inhalation study in mice and in vitro cytotoxicity experiments with human cells assessed the pulmonary damage-inducing effects of cannabinoid or nicotine aerosols emitting from vaping devices. Inhalation of CBD aerosol resulted in greater inflammatory changes, more severe lung damage, and higher oxidative stress compared with nicotine. CBD aerosol also showed higher toxicity to human cells compared with nicotine. Next is a study in e-clinical medicine titled Dose-Response Association Between Maternal Smoking During Pregnancy and the Risk of Infant Death. This retrospective cohort study of over 13 million mother-infant pairs found that all-cause infant death and cause-specific infant death by preterm birth, perinatal conditions excluding preterm birth, sudden unexpected infant death, and infection all increased with the degree of cigarette use during the entirety of pregnancy. Mothers who smoked in the first trimester and then quit were at decreased risk of infant all-cause mortality and sudden unexpected infant death compared with those who smoked during the entire pregnancy. These results indicate that there is no safe level of cigarette use during pregnancy. A new study in addiction is titled The Association of Lowered Alcohol Prices with Birth Outcomes and Abortions. Using national registers in Finland, this study used interrupted time series modeling to assess the associations between birth outcomes and abortions before and after decreased alcohol prices following a tax cut. On the population level, lowered alcohol prices were associated with an increase in abortions immediately following the price cut. For birth outcomes, negative associations were observed among women in the lowest income quintile. All changes were strongest immediately after the price cut and were attenuated during the course of the following year. Next, we have a study in Frontiers in Public Health titled The Association Between Grandparents as Caregivers and Overdose Mortality in Appalachia and Non-Appalachia Counties. This study used multiple public databases to acquire data and found that overall, a 1% increase in overdose mortality resulted in a 35% increase in grandparents as caregivers. In Appalachian counties, a 1% increase in overdose mortality resulted in a 56% increase in grandparents as caregivers. This study notes that children raised by grandparents were more likely to be living in poverty than children raised by their parents, and the authors call for policies to support grandparents and improve the care of children impacted by substance use disorder. The next study is in the Journal of Psychopharmacology, titled Episodic Foresight is Impaired Following Acute Alcohol Intoxication. Alcohol intoxication disrupts the generation of phenomenological characteristics of future events and the execution of directed preparatory behaviors. This study provides the first test of how alcohol intoxication influences the functional application of episodic foresight and the degree to which any observed episodic foresight difficulties associated with alcohol use might reflect broader problems in retrospective memory and executive control. The study found that episodic foresight was impaired by acute alcohol consumption, with this impairment related to poor retrospective memory but not executive control. 
Our next article, titled Deep Brain Stimulation of the Nucleus Accumbens in Treatment-Resistant Alcohol Use Disorder, is in Translational Psychiatry. In this study, bilateral deep brain stimulation electrodes were implanted in the nucleus accumbens and a pulse generator was surgically implanted. Patients with a diagnosis of alcohol use disorder for at least 10 years were randomly assigned to receive active or sham deep brain stimulation for six months. The active group had more abstinent days than the sham group and fewer heavy drinking days. The authors conclude that these results are suggestive of a beneficial effect of deep brain stimulation. Our final article, titled Fetal Alcohol Spectrum Disorders, is in Nature Review's Disease Primer. Prenatal alcohol exposure is determined by the dose, pattern, timing, and duration of exposure, as well as fetal and maternal genetics, maternal nutrition, concurrent substance use, and epigenic responses. A safe dose of alcohol use during pregnancy has not been established. Prenatal alcohol exposure can cause fetal alcohol spectrum disorders, which are characterized by neurodevelopmental impairment with or without facial dysmorphology, congenital anomalies, and poor growth. Fetal alcohol spectrum disorders are a leading preventable cause of birth defects and developmental disability. The social and economic effects of the disorders are profound, but the diagnosis is often missed or delayed and receives little public recognition. This concludes today's episode of This Week in Addiction Medicine. Remember to subscribe to the ACM Weekly for more exclusive content and our editor's commentary, delivered every Tuesday. Be sure to check us out on social media and ASAM.org. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.